0: Whatever. No.
1: <laughs> Take one. Oh, God. Episode one. How are you this morning?
0: Episode one of us talking about shit for five different people that'll listen.
1: Hey, there might be more than five different people at some point.
0: What, if we get Mac and iPhone?
1: <laughs> for those of you that don't know, Mac is our debug. We have a quirky. He's a fun-loving little ball of fur that is severely overweight. But severely um...
0: overweight and severely under-brain-celled.
1: <laughs> yeah, we always joke he has two brain cells and one of them works at a time.
0: <laughs> if that.
1: I'm very nice to him, but he gets a lot of food, <laughs> so he's happy. Okay, so little intro about us. We're starting a podcast. Take one, episode one. Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> um, still working on the setup, so it's only going to be audio for now, but maybe we'll get to video down the road, but that requires a little bit more tech savviness than we can maybe muster on getting started and we figured get started so that you can make it better. Otherwise, if
0: you never get started, you can't improve. Yeah, and then I mean that way that you guys can then see our beautiful faces as we talk about random lifting stuff and see tractors drive by on occasion from our little, what is this, like six and a half feet ceiling, little 1940s ranch house.
1: It's seven Foot ceiling because our seven foot Christmas tree. Are you throwing
0: that Christmas fan stuff. right there? I, I don't know.
1: Yeah, we have a ceiling fan. Um, Alex is six three, and our ceilings are seven foot, and so we have to strategically place all of our furniture underneath ceiling fans so that he can't graze his head as he walks under them. So he has to walk around them. So the perks of living in an old house with really good rent on the family place. So.
0: Why are we here?
1: Why are we here? That's a great question. Um, Why
0: am I here?
1: You're here because I asked you to be here. We provide really great commentary. Um, If you hear noise in the background, that would be just all the farm tractors and equipment that are rolling around this lovely morning. Um, So we were just going to get started off with a little bit of a why we're doing this. Up my notes really quick. I was so taken aback by your willingness to have a conversation first off that I did not pull up my notes really quick.
0: You're you're the genius here. If you don't have your notes up, I can't help you.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, we do have a small section of this where we were willing to do some question and answers from Alex's uh, Mm. Instagram. So if you were a follower along the Enough to go uh, get that taken care of. Your question might appear on our first podcast, um, but really quick, I had an icebreaker in here. Do you want me to do the icebreaker? In here? <sighs> yeah. Do you think we in the ice? In we're it? we're here. So okay. you might as well. Oh, I might as well. Okay, what's your favorite TV show?
0: Like at the moment.
1: Sure, or like if you ever wanted to just. Like your go to, like the immediate thing that you put on at Uh, any point in time.
0: I'll just say South Park for now, just because we're rolling through it. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I did not grow up with animated TV shows, so Alex has been showing me the rocks, and it's been interesting to say the least.
0: If I watch another cop show, I'm going to lose it.
1: Yeah, I grew up with, like, CSI and all the different cop shows, and Alex grew up with Animated. So <laughs> it takes us um, probably a good half hour to decide what TV show to start next. Um, my favorite TV show, like, my go-to, is probably Gilmore Girls.
0: Probably.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, there's other ones I like, too, but Gilmore Girls would be, like, my I'll always be in the mood for Gilmore Girls. You are a Gilmore Girl. I know. Thank you. It's a big compliment. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, just a quick little intro for us, and then we will get started on the Q&As, and that'll be it for the show. Um, So, where did you grow up, Alex? Give us a little background on that.
0: We still haven't even told people why we're here.
1: I know, but that's kind of... I mean, we're here to talk about bodybuilding. We're here to talk about fitness and... All of that stuff. Why are you here? You're like <laughs> here.
0: <laughs> I'm here because I was promised a nice day-old cup of coffee and to sit oh. in front of this mic and look at my beautiful wife as I talk about random stuff while tractors drive by. That's why I'm here.
1: <laughs> such a
0: smart ass guy, you know? <laughs> Alex does not want to do this podcast, so... Uh, it's not, want, he it's not that I don't want to, it's just there's so... Just like fit the fitness freaking world. Just everybody seems to have wants to have some sort of platform and thinks that their opinion somehow is super important when they haven't really done anything.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? It's just, everybody's an expert somehow.
1: Great. I don't think we're necessarily claiming to be experts. If anything, I want this to be more of like come along our journey with us and not so much of like preaching at people and telling them what's good, what's bad but more about having that community, I guess, is my my point behind it, is it's a really great way for people to feel connected in another medium. Hmm. It's not just a photo or a reel on Instagram, but it's just a way for people to support you and listen to your podcast, hear what you have to say, create really good commentary on things that maybe aren't being talked about. I
0: do have commentary. You
1: have? you have lots of commentary whether it's solicited or unsolicited it's very unsolicited
0: okay fine I, I i guess i can live with that all right
1: yeah i think that's the big misconception is we're not trying to claim to be we're neither of us are professional athletes yet no neither <laughs> of us are. i mean you're you're a coach but you don't coach any pro athletes but that's your goal right and i feel like the people that just hop on some of this stuff after they get their pro card as like, okay, I've achieved pro status and now I can do all of these things. And it's like, well, you could have been doing all those things all along. The only thing stopping you is your own mentality about whether or not you're a professional or not. I mean, in theory, you're a professional coach. It's what you do for your day job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you don't coach any pro athletes. That's
0: true. Yeah. So, very professional, amateur coach. <laughs> How about that?
1: So I just think, I mean, that's kind of what my goal behind it was. It's not necessarily a, we're, we are the end all be all and we know all these things we're going to share with you.
0: We have all of the answers.
1: We have none
0: of these. <laughs> we have all of the incorrect answers. <laughs> but we'd love to talk about it. <laughs> uh, okay, fine.
1: Wrong answers only. Wrong
0: answers only. Okay. All right. Well, I, I, I guess I can live with that.
1: Okay, so that's why we're here.
0: Excellent, perfect. Okay, perfect. Now I know why I am sitting here.
1: <laughs> well, how I didn't tell you that before.
0: No, <laughs> it's
1: a great discovery moment. See, we're hey, babe, you want to
0: sit? You want to sit in front of this mic and talk about stuff? Okay, sure, whatever. You
1: really didn't though. Kind of <laughs> sit here. <laughs> okay, so where am I from? Yeah, where did you grow up?
0: Uh, Well, I guess I was born, not that I guess, but I was born in Portland, Oregon, believe it or not. so sorry. That's, you're telling me. Just
1: kidding, (laughs) for anyone listening in Oregon, no
0: shame. Portland's great. Stay
1: there. I've driven, I, okay, total side note, but I drove on a road trip in college to Portland, Oregon, and I just have to say. There are some really pretty drives between Washington and
0: Oregon. If you love Portland, stay in Portland, dude. (laughs) Good for you. There's not enough room in Montana. Stay there. Okay. All right. So I was born in Portland, and then we ended up, oh, gosh. I want to say I was probably like two or three, and then we ended up moving to California there for a little bit, Rockland, California, where my dad dad got a job. And then I want to say – first second grade we moved up to Washington that's where I spent um elementary school through high school um, growing up man little little town called Duval Washington yeah shout out to Duval if you know where Duval is like let's talk not a lot of people know where
1: Duval is oddly enough though you did meet someone from Montana that was from Duval
0: that's true. He yeah.
1: Found your wallet and gave it back to him. Was like, "Hey, you're from Duval." You're like, "Yeah, I am." And like, "Excuse me." John is still one of your best friends. So. <laughs> it's
0: because he's from Duval.
1: <laughs> okay, so you grew up in Washington. Grew up
0: in Washington.
1: Played football and did wrestling.
0: Yep. Okay. Did, All the good stuff.
1: Did a small stint first semester in Vegas. and then Yes went to MSU. And we can do a whole nother podcast about your football career. We don't have to spend time I'm on that great. today if you don't want to.
0: <laughs> it's I don't care. You might
1: need to mentally prepare for that
0: <laughs> It's I'm just here, so I don't get fined. So
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> do you all see what I have to live with? <laughs>
0: it's, ah, it's not that bad.
1: It's not, I promise. Um okay, so we met in at Montana State and then you lived here. Yep. That's where you're from
0: I like I like to consider myself that I essentially grew up, where I was raised in Washington. But for the most part, when I got to Montana, I feel like for the most part that's where I kind of like quote unquote grew up, you know, through college. So a formative
1: time in the college year. So
0: I like to tell people I'm from Montana. Well,
1: you've been. This
0: dating- Alex is from Montana.
1: Like, let's see. I mean, we've been dating for six years. Like, we've been married for three, but we've been together for six years. Something like that. And so you had already been at MSU for what, two years before that?
0: Before I met you? Yeah. Let's see. It's a year and a half.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you've been in Montana roughly eight years. So, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I mean, you're going to be 27. So, a quarter of your life has been spent.
0: Born and raised in Shepherd, Montana.
1: Almost a third of your <laughs> life has been spent in Montana. So that's kind of a big deal, though. I mean, that's, a lot of your learning how to be an adult was in Montana. So that makes uh-huh. sense. Um, I grew up here in Billings where we live. Um, we're actually sitting in the kitchen of my great grandmother's house. And so I grew up making lunches here and eating lunch here in the summer. So that's kind of fun walk down memory lane. But yeah, I grew up here on our family farm. Um, I was in dance growing up and did play a, a year of volleyball i didn't think i was very good my dad i think my dad thought i was pretty good i think it was probably i did go into more sports avenue stuff but continued with dance competitive um and then also did a bunch of like show choir and some of that kind of stuff and then went to msu and i was on the dance team up there and that's actually how i met alex who was in college he was a football player and i was on the dance team <laughs> So you found the
0: fattest guy in the football team. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it wasn't. Really, really improved her chances. (laughs) Yeah, no, I we had a lot of people that were like, "Oh my gosh, it's just like the movies." And Alex would be like, "I'm pretty sure she doesn't pick the linemen in the movies," (laughs) but it did. Uh, Yeah, and then ended up coming back to Billings, and yeah, we've been here ever since. So. Yeah, so that's where we're from. That's a little bit of
0: hanging out with the cows.
1: Background on us, um, super basic. So where we are now. Well, Alex is a retired engineer.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> and our sorry, that was our a next, fun stint. Our next podcast is going to be specific to why Alex got into coaching. Um, so we'll yes. get into that a little bit more. But he started. He graduated from college with a civil engineering degree.
0: Somehow. They sure gave me a piece of paper for it. With C's. <laughs> C's get degrees. I don't care what people tell you. Uh,
1: and then he, uh, that did not fulfill his, his passion did not fill his cup. So he is now a full-time coach and he does in person and online. So you want to give yourself a little plug for that or not really.
0: <laughs> Find me online at uh, Neil Armstrong. Yes. Like the astronaut. And the biker.
1: And you know it's spelled N-E-A-L-E? It's kind of weird, but it's how it's spelled.
0: German, Scottish something. Yeah, there you go. Silent E. Eve. Every, Eve. Everybody gets it wrong. You'll, you'll Find Eve. the cow logo and then just follow the cows. You'll be fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that is also our podcast name. It's called Herd Mentality. We've <laughs> already had a few people jumping in with like, oh, it's such a negative connotation and it's so like herd mentality is supposed to be bad and we're like well yeah but it's also thought-provoking of like <laughs> and i think they're we, not
0: the cows we want in the herd dude it's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah if you're turned off by the name then feel free to keep scrolling i, I can't help
0: you with wordplay guys yeah. i can't i'm all sorry this is
1: all about the memes and puns <laughs> yeah. so if you haven't figured that out yet Um, Um, yeah, I think that kind of goes to why we're doing this as well. I mean, we're not claiming to be experts, but we'd love to help create. Definitely not an expert. Yeah. And just creating a good culture and a community of, I mean, you don't even have to be a bodybuilder to be our friend. I mean, we have all kinds of, Alex has all kinds of clients that are pursuing different goals and, Mm -hmm. um, his passion just happens to lie in bodybuilding for himself and his own goals as well. So that's kind of why we are really in tune with that, but yeah. So, um, and I am a sugar mama. (laughs) 100%.
0: (laughs) 100%. This train would not be on the tracks without Morgan. That is for sure.
1: (laughs) I work um, for a financial planning team here in Billings and I don't worry. I won't be using this platform to give any financial advice because I have none. Um, I do primarily business admin and, um, team coordination. So I'm very non-client facing and I do a bunch of basically make sure everybody's got their life together so they can go help people with their finances. So,
0: especially me,
1: (laughs) the only person I give financial advice is (laughs) so far it's working. Okay, and then the last thing that I had on here was our goal with this podcast, which is what you insisted on starting
0: with. Well, so. people had to know. All right.
1: Maybe not. Maybe they could get hooked by Duval or Billings or Herd Mentality before they got hooked on culture over our community over, like, I'm a professional and I must tell you how to do your life.
0: <laughs> Whatever. <laughs>
1: If anything, this is going to be anywhere between fifteen minutes and an hour of us just giving each other shit. So welcome to the show. If More like fifteen August-
0: minutes to an hour of you talking, me putting in a sentence here and there,
1: yeah,
0: and then just rolling with it.
1: That's All I asked you for. <laughs> that's, that's
0: all I can provide.
1: I know. But if you've made it this far, thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: If you made it this far, I don't know what else you're doing with your time, but thank you.
1: Hey, maybe they're listening to it while they're cardioing.
0: Oh, that sucks, guys. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) Hopefully you pick something more entertaining the next time around. (laughs)
0: Flattered. Um, Flattered, though. They think we're entertaining.
1: Flattered, yeah. Well, I said we're entertaining. I don't know if they think we are.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's true.
1: Who knows? It'll get better. I promise. We're still working it out. But I did decide my new... I, I don't like the word, I told Alexis the other day, I don't like the phrase fake it till you make it because I feel like to a certain extent, like your own confidence behind the faking is like not great, right? So if I'm faking it till I make it, then it's just this mindset of like, I'm not good enough to be here. But so my new thing is do it to improve it because the only way you can make things better or get to where you want to be is to start. And I'm very much a perfectionist procrastinator. I don't ever want to start anything until it's planned out to perfection. And that creates a lot of delay time because most people just get started and I have 12 contingency plans before I get started. So
0: 12 seems a little low for you.
1: Well, <laughs> I was being, I was being nice. To myself. <laughs> so anyways, this is our attempt at just getting started. And so hang in there. It's going to get a lot better hopefully and if it doesn't well you can just stop listening and we'll just put out podcasts for our own
0: <laughs> for our own entertainment yeah, at this our own point entertainment.
1: if anything this has been a great i mean so far we're up to about almost 20 minutes so it's oh, been a great God. 20 minutes
0: of our morning <laughs> 20 minutes hey i mean it could be worse i'm just sitting here drinking coffee talking to my wife so
1: yeah exactly
0: seeing what seeing what max's doing down there hey buddy He's
1: what's going on He's a
0: little freaked out why are you guys talking
1: <laughs> yeah we don't talk this <laughs> um so just so you guys know we do have a couple of other podcast topics to come up to if there's anything you guys would like to hear us talk on um feel free to either send alex a message or me a message whether you have us on what's or you have us on instagram we'd love to hear what you want to hear about otherwise i mean i have like 12 podcast lined out already oh my god! and uh <laughs> we do have a couple oh team meal guests that we're um, gonna get on here at some point we just haven't quite we haven't nailed down good times to do it and honestly we probably want to get a little bit bit of content out there before we just start guest speakers on so maybe give
0: maybe, or take
1: give or take okay so jumping into our instagram q a's from yesterday that you did
0: Some of some of these are
1: pretty good. Okay. But like good, bad or like good, funny or like actually good content.
0: Best tractor color.
1: Red case. I age all the way. John Deere sucks.
0: Why is John Deere suck?
1: Do you know nothing? This is an age old debate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it us now.
1: Okay. If you ask anyone on our family farm. John Deere's are just overpriced and just not really worth it. And I mean, my family has been farming this piece of property since Billings was founded. And so, you know, early, late 1800s, early 1900s, um, maybe longer. I don't, I'm not super familiar with past like the fifth generation of this farm, but my brother and I are like sixth generation on this farm. Um, And so honestly, we don't own any green tractors out here. It's international all the way. Like That's the only, and it's just, it's weird. I personally don't 100% know the rationale. Other than the Mm, fact that it just is what we've always bought. It's what we consider reliable. And to be honest, it's just kind of funny to get people started. I personally don't have a preference, but if you ask my brother, he would start ranting and raving about how
0: Hmm. that's who we're missing then we need your brother in here
1: here. Um, (laughs) right the same with uh we only buy fords on this property there's no other there's no other truck or car around here i have been
0: converted to a ford guy so yeah Yeah, you did uh, you drove
1: a Chevy when we started dating yeah and then (laughs) i bought my grandpa's 96 ford pickup and then now you're in bronco
0: no, I'm in mean a Bronco. Which
1: you always wanted a Bronco. So it really wasn't that hard to convince you to be a Ford guy.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: But I I was the black sheep of the family for a while. I drove a Jeep Wrangler for, that was my first car. And I had that until I took over my mom's edge. So I was, I was a black sheep of the family. And my brother constantly complained about how Jeeps are a piece of shit and everything's <laughs> plastic and they just break off, which he's not wrong at that there were a lot of things about that car that were rough,
0: but I liked it. Okay, next question. I never got the answer. Oh, I'm sorry. What, what no. is this? <laughs> I'm
1: sorry.
0: Sorry, guys. This is Morgan's podcast. Yeah, I'm just here.
1: Didn't
0: see Best tractor color? Well, my dad used to have this little itty bitty little front loader Kubota. Oh. It's an orange. But. I gotta, tr- I gotta trust brother's opinion. I gotta go. I gotta go to the international Okay. Yeah. Right. It
1: hasn't, <laughs> has done us wrong yet.
0: Uh, I mean, if you've are, been around for six generations, clearly something's going all right with them.
1: Well, and the other thing too, like if you look, we don't have new tractors. Like, have
0: no. <laughs> That's no. The
1: thing. My, uh, so I will say, my grandpa is very much about uh, keeping what you got, <laughs> and so. Uh, we, my brother and I always joke that we're running an antique farm because some of the tractors out here, there's like three cabless tractors that are just so old they don't even have a cab. Like, <laughs> we have like
0: God damn it, do they put sugar sites. beets in the ground?
1: I know. It's really, uh, it's interesting. It's quite the uh... <laughs> Okay, thanks.
0: All right. For Morgan, how can I be you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that one got you good. Oh,
1: well, I was
0: trying to say, um, <laughs> uh, have her parents. That's ty- that's typically a good start. The
1: genetics, yeah. Be be me. Um, I guess it kind of depends on. I guess my question would be elaborate. How do you be me? Like visually, like what I look like physically, or how do you be me mentally?
0: Uh, plastic surgery is pretty good. I hear I was gonna it's say, expensive
1: probably the best way to be me physically. Um, but as far as like the mental capacity or like personality, can I just, I'm gonna be 100% honest with you guys. You don't want that. You don't want that. <laughs> um, but it's, it's kind of a mess. I mean, I, I feel like I do a pretty good job looking put together and portraying myself as put together. But as Alex can attest, I have a lot of anxiety to be honest, my brain is kind of like, so I, I akin this in, I was coaching the girls on my dance team and I made this reference and they were like, oh my God, it makes total sense. Um, if you think of like Olaf from Frozen, his like random thought train and how he just like, especially Frozen 2 where they're on like the little uh, wagon ride and he's just talking all night long. Uh, imagine that pretty similar voice too uh but on speed that's my brain so um i I don't recommend wanting to be me um but if you want to be me be yourself because that's what i strive for is authenticity and so yeah that's my really inspirational uh answer but my (laughs) stupid answer is um Drink lots of coffee, watch Gilmore Girls at least 10 times from front to back, and uh, get some plastic surgery.
0: If you start, like, organizing everything in a really weird, like, concise manner, you're, you're probably getting closer. Yeah,
1: I do have touch of OCD,
0: too. You start drinking coffee at, like, 6 p.m., even though I tell you not to. You're getting closer. <laughs> All right. Move it. Next caller. Next caller. <laughs> what made the switch flip in your brain to make bodybuilding and coaching your job? Well, we should probably just touch on this as a yeah, as a low level, and
1: then we'll we'll dive into that
0: on the next episode. <sighs> oh, God, you're actually gonna make me talk, huh? <laughs> Thanks, Riley. <laughs> um, why did I make the switch? Well, on going from it, it the transition from like college and then football to not playing football. And then it just being gone entirely and sitting at a essentially eight to five, eight to six job. It it was hard. You know, you, you go from just having football and all your guys and sports all day long meetings, practice like super physical to essentially going from that to cutting, cutting it cold Turkey. You know, it, it was hard especially from the mental aspect it's just so hard man it's yeah God.
1: I mean I struggled with that too and I wasn't even at the same like competitive level as you were yeah does it... not feel like you have a purpose like you still want to go to the gym because it's what you've been doing your whole life mm-hmm. especially for you like football you always did like one-on-one trainings and you did all this stuff because you wanted scholarships and So you were always putting forth the effort for like an end goal and then you get done with that and you're trying to go to the gym but there's like no reason for you to be there other than the fact that this is what you've always done Mm -hmm. yeah
0: yeah it's (laughs) The, the thing with football in the weight room, like the weight, the weight room through your entire time, like training, um, that, that was always there that I, I knew that was something that wasn't ever going to be, you know, like gone for my life after the fact. So whatever I could hold on to, essentially, uh, sports wise, the weight, the weight room was it, you know, so yeah. Um, I'll just kind of leave it at that. Yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah.
1: mean. Because we can go way into de- that's a whole other like hour of conversation. Because there's a lot. Of
0: there, there's <laughs> there, there's a lot that went into that decision. But mm-hmm. at, just at the kind of lowest level, it's just I from a mental and physical standpoint, I just I just could not do it anymore. And you know, tomorrow and
1: some like the weight rooms just always been something that has filled your cup. Mm-hmm. Like if you get a good workout in and just that atmosphere and that culture is always brought you joy. Mm-hmm. So I think that was, that was kind of why it was such a clear shift for you. The actual decision-making and the process to get there was a little bit more tricky. So the short, I mean, the short answer is it's what fills your cup. Mm-hmm. It's what gives, brings you joy and makes you feel like you have a purpose. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, we'll go into more depth, but that that's essentially the, Low level version of it. Yeah. All right. What's next for Morgan? When/slash why did you decide bodybuilding was quote unquote for you?
1: Oh. Is this is Riley again. Doesn't matter. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyways, I really love it. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I actually got introduced to the idea of bodybuilding at the end of college. I had a friend, or at the end of high school, sorry. I had a friend whose dad was, um, it kind of in the bodybuilding world. And he had made comments here and there of like, dang, you have really broad shoulders. Like you'd make a really good figure competitor. And so kind of just planted that seed in my brain. Um, and granted, this was back in like 20, anywhere between 2012 and 2014. And so obviously the bikini back then was not what bikini is now, as far as like muscularity and all that, it was more of like a fitness model, beach vacation body mm-hmm. type of a, a look and so i was very taken to the figure side of things to for sure and so Which you I,
0: would still do good at
1: which i would still do good at don't don't give me like, originally when i thought about competing the at the very start it was a little bit more of a muscular division that i was considering um and then you know i graduated high school And I just wasn't super motivated to start. It was kind of one of those things like, well, you know, in the future. Um, And then I got on the dance team and obviously very different goals. So at that that point, it was more mostly just like a priority thing of, you know, I'm here in college and it's it's time for me to focus on my college stuff um, and maybe compete when I'm done with college. And then after I graduated, so I had – I had four hip surgeries, uh, between 2016 and 2018. Um, and so I obviously was not in the condition to be like training hardcore during all of that. And so once I had kind of recovered from my last surgery, um, I was actually teaching dance after work. Um, and that took up quite a bit of my time. I think that next year after it was your last semester in school, I was teaching, almost nine hours every week after work Um, and then i was in bozeman every weekend to see alex so um it was just kind of a long progression to try to nail down priorities and honestly i you know i've been thinking about competing forever and i did do a show in 2020 (laughs) we don't count that because i didn't really prep and It was just me trying to decide if I wanted to get on stage and actually pursue it hardcore, which I did. I just wish I would have been more prepared for what I got myself into. So um, anyways, I think the reason it's taken me so long to actually pull the trigger on competing is because I've had conflicting priorities since then. But the studio I was working for closed um, this last spring. And so, er, so that would have been May of 22. And so I've had a whole year of um, not teaching and that was really pinnacle for me to like prioritize being in the gym, the number of days I needed to be in the gym and not exerting extra effort for something else. And yeah, so that's kind of why I decided it was time to pull the trigger because I was looking for what was next. But long story short, I've been thinking about competing since I was like maybe 17, but the division in which I wanted to compete has changed. So of started out with thinking about figure and then as bikini developed more muscular i kind of wanted to compete in bikini mostly because i you know at most females in their lifetime have always had a desire to be small i
0: want to be skinny yeah i want to
1: be little (laughs) and i if i really really wanted to i probably could it would be a lot less leg days it would be a lot less uh, time in the gym a lot more cardio Um, if I really wanted to compete in bikini, but I really love going after it in the gym. And to be honest, the part of bodybuilding that I love is the process of building. And so if that's what you like doing, then not doing that is probably not the way to go. So, and so for a while in the last, um, last two months, even I've gone back and forth between uh, wellness or figure, but I think I've decided wellness is where I really like to shoot for. Um, Mostly because I really do love a good leg day and that's all I have. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Boy, do I have
0: a surprise for you. Yeah,
1: it's all I work right now. I don't have any upper body training right now, which is fine because I build really easily in my upper body. And I think for me personally, I love the figure look on the pros that are, you know, that I follow that are, that do figure it's nothing against it. But for me personally, I feel more feminine when I'm not so bulky in my upper body so that's partly why i'm going after the wellness look for right now who knows maybe in two years if i'm still not doing well in that division i will switch over
0: but all hooves all all the time time. (laughs) interesting
1: so that's a little i'm sorry i talk a lot so that's probably more information than any of you care it works for me
0: Who trains harder between the two of you?
1: (laughs) You bastard. (laughs) Alex. (laughs) Okay. But in in all fairness, Alex has an entire day to get his workout done.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, this is literally (laughs) all I do now. So me spending two hours in the gym. I I, I also love to train. So I'm more than happy to brutalize myself at this point in my life. Yeah. So.
1: And recently my with my new program you wrote me my lifts have been about an hour and 45 minutes to 2 hours so
0: you're also only doing legs so also
1: only doing legs so i think in in regards to like sheer volume of one body part me for sure <laughs> but as far as like overall amount of time that can be willingly spent in the gym alex because he's doing everything full volume i mean let's be honest there's probably days full volume you do like almost three hours of
0: working out. yeah it depends
1: it kinda, i mean it kind of also depends on how often you get interrupted too <laughs>
0: yeah there is that
1: <laughs> yeah because you have lots of friends at the gym i do i do it's not a problem but it's also you know sometimes it's just when people are in there you want to be available we
0: are running a lot of people's stuff in there right now yeah so yeah. which pretty A lot cool. of
1: your clients are at our gym, so that's good.
0: Big plaza guy. <laughs> Big
1: plaza guy.
0: <laughs> For both, who was the first person you ever saw that you wanted to look like physique-wise? Oof. First person? I mean, I've, I feel like I'd be lying if I didn't say Arnold. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's pretty much like the biggest well-known guy that you'd see everywhere. So.
1: Same. Same. <laughs>
0: really <No. laughs> i gotta say you're not doing very good at that um <laughs> you gotta you got a little work
1: depends on um what we're talking about as far as uh physique because i've obviously had some different ideas of what i wanted to go after as far as division so um i would say oh gosh um if I were not competing and just wanted to be like aesthetically fit, I would say Frida Paulson. Um, she's got some insane glutes,
0: but was that the first person? No,
1: that wasn't the first person. Um, as if I like the first person in the wellness category that I have been like, Oh my God, I want to look like her. Uh, Renee Jewett is Mm. for sure. Like the first person that I was like, dang, okay. I would, I would be willing to look like that. Um, I think as far as like the first person in bodybuilding ever, um I don't know if any of them ever made like an instant impression on me. I honestly just started following a ton of accounts all at once, and so it was probably mostly just like a no like none of them really stick out to me. Um to be honest with you stuff.
0: Mick. What? <laughs> That's I apologize if you can hear that. If you can't, then just ignore us. Just Uh, use your imagination. Use your
1: imagination.
0: There's a feral sausage underneath her table screaming.
1: Yeah, I don't, that's hard for me. I don't remember because to be honest, when I first started following people in bodybuilding, I was like 16, 17. Mm -hmm. So I don't really remember to be honest. And if it was, it was somebody that, I either don't follow anymore or they stopped competing. Like I do. There is one chick that I think of her name. I know her first name was Ashley and she was a figure competitor, but I don't remember if she was pro or not. She had insane quads, just like strided. Such insane quads. Oh my God, dog, stop. She's like shaking the table.
0: All right, so let's just go with Arnold for a yeah, Arnold,
1: <laughs> Arnold for sure.
0: Morgan's getting pretty close.
1: I've got some strayed uh, shoulder cams
0: I think he's still got you on chest size, though. I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: yeah, unfortunately, he will always have me on chest size because I will never get fake
0: boobs. But <laughs> I was gonna say thing. not with that attitude. That's a whole
1: other topic, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I don't think my pectorals can rise that high, and I will not inflate them with silicone either.
0: If you have enough money, they will be as big as you want them to be.
1: You have enough money and take enough drugs. That too.
0: (laughs) All right. Last one. What training program were the Egyptians on when they built the pyramids? Well, I feel, I feel like that one's pretty self-explanatory. I feel like they used more of a high rep to low rep sort of system. you know, like a pyramid, pyramid. (laughs) but, um, yeah, dive.
1: course
0: you saved that one for last what do you mean i, I just, did in order. You just did it in order yeah thank you thank you brendan that was a good one <laughs>
1: pyramid so would you say effectively they used a pyramid scheme
0: a pyramid set scheme yeah, yeah. pyramid rep, okay. rep scheme yeah. rep
1: scheme. okay not to be confused with actual pyramids
0: I, mean, I mean when you think about it too like back in the day they didn't have all this like fancy like science and stuff like bu- building up to a heavy set of like four to six you know
1: up. yeah backing
0: that's a reverse up. pyramid oh
1: i'm sorry you were just building up to
0: them we're just but they built the pyramids i feel like they know a pyramid when they see one
1: <laughs> Such
0: a that's it that's all we got, <laughs> all we got.
1: Okay. well if we don't cut anything out of this i think we're running out of about- dude oh my god That's impressive. <laughs> you were worried we wouldn't have anything to talk about and we'd be done in 15
0: I am more impressed that
1: I got you to talk for 40 minutes yeah <laughs>
0: yeah I, I, I bet if you added it up I probably only talked for like a good 10 minutes
1: I I beg somebody to do that please go through and add up all the times Alex talked
0: there, there's zero payment in it for you, but
1: yeah, it would be just straight gratitude. Okay. Well, we'll probably wrap it up here. Um, Let's see. So I'm just going to go through a few of our next podcast topics just to pique your interest. A it would definitely
0: pique my interest. I'm so sure I could, I prepare. could mentally prepare for this thing.
1: The best part is they're in a shared note and a shared Word doc on Google. So the best part is Alex has access to all of this, but he's so uninterested that he just won't go check. So, um,
0: what do you mean? I got an in-house secretary right here. Yeah.
1: I run your life for you. It's fine. You run my coaching. I run your life. It's fine. Okay. So some of the topics that we have coming up would be Alex's, uh, story with coaching. Um, And so that's probably going to be more of an interview style of me making sure Alex is talking most of the time, maybe adding some tidbits of my own observations. Um, And then one of them is what are your goals in bodybuilding and in life? And that'll be a little bit of both of us. And um, then we're going to go into some specifics of working with Alex as a coach. So what does it look like with you as my coach? Um, And then another podcast specific to our husband wife dynamic versus our coach athlete dynamic. Cause that is, I feel like a pretty interesting story for most people. It's definitely hard. It's definitely, um, There's pluses and minuses for sure. There's challenges with it, but I feel like we're navigating it relatively well. Um, and then some things specific to my first prep and um. Some of the things that we have both kind of learned through that process, things we do differently, all that. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much what we've got coming up. We have I have plenty more, but I don't want to bore you with our, my giant list of.
0: Things. Well, we got to play hard to get here. We yeah. can't we can't give them everything right exactly. off the bat. Exactly.
1: So, if there's anything that you guys want to know, our five listeners, um, that you would. Love I think
0: to we care. might have picked up six.
1: Maybe six throughout this process. Maybe somebody referred somebody.
0: I think the pyramid scheme joke got us up to six. Okay. So for
1: <laughs> our six listeners, um, if any of you have something you'd like us to talk about, let one of us know and we'll add it to the list. Um, otherwise, I think we're good to cut it here unless Alex has something
0: else. Or if you guys say this was so stupid, please stop making this. You can also tell us that too.
1: Alex would love you for that. Um, <laughs> I, however, would completely ignore your, your advice. <laughs> Um
0: all criticism is welcome.
1: <laughs> However, not all criticism will be applied and
0: corrected. <laughs> <sighs> it was worth a shot. Herd mentality. Herd, herd men- mood.
1: Moo. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to stop right there because at this point now we're just getting delirious with our talking. So
0: go do something else with your life, Have please.
1: Have a blessed day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Have a wonderful morning, evening, afternoon, wherever you're listening from. We really appreciate it. If you made it through, congratulations. There's you no prize. are part of the herd. I'm sorry, there's no prize other than our gratitude. So have a great day.